0: I have been eyeing the collection of beach bags from Macy's, and I can't wait for you to see what I choose. Shop at Macy's.com slash own your style.
1: The virus that causes shingles is sleeping in 99% of people over 50. It's lying dormant, waiting, and it could reactivate at any time. And while not everyone at risk will develop shingles, it strikes as a painful, blistering rash that can last for weeks. Think you're not at risk for shingles? It's time to wake up because shingles could wake up in you. If you're over 50, talk to your doctor or pharmacist about shingles prevention. You know, you've got to come back in you when you take the next step. You're going to make it count for your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at PurdueGlobal.edu.
0: So, Puerto Rico is a beautiful place. It's a lush island, it's great for surfing. Puerto Rico is an excellent destination for food, which may not be a well-known fact. Whether it's a five-star restaurant or local favorite spot, no one does food like Puerto Rico. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. So let's talk about the Marilyn Monroe dress, the Kim Kardashian Marilyn Monroe dress. I talked about the crash diet and the saunas and young girls Googling the diet. How are you going to lose 16 pounds in two weeks? I talked about that Um, only on social media comments. Did some people say you have a brand called Skinny Girl, which I do. I actually have moved it into being more Bethany in apparel because of the body image of it all. And because the, the brand started as a cocktail, to be honest, it was a low calorie cocktail. So when I'm explaining that we have all shapes and sizes and jeans and that I don't diet and that I have written books about balance and allowing the low calorie cocktail, the low calorie popcorn and salad dressings that I have, those are, it's like saying diet Coke. Maybe they'll change it to from Diet Coke to something else, but it's a lower calorie Coke. So it was a skinny version of a margarita, which I'm fine with. When it comes to clothing and bathing suits and things like that, that's where I drew the line and actually went back and forth with HSN because the brand that is on their TV is Skinny Girl. The customer knows Skinny Girl. So it was a conversation back and forth where I said I'm, I'm positive it needs to be under the Bethany brand swimwear. That's where I draw the line. On the word "skinny," so I still felt that I was qualified as the mother of a tween to talk about it being irresponsible to discuss a crash diet to get into a dress, which I found to be a superficial reason. That's just my own person. person that's my own personal opinion. People want to lose weight to to wear a wedding dress. I agree. I don't know if they want to do it in a two week crash diet. I even if you want to do it, I don't know that you put it out there when you're the most famous person who young women look to because of body image and, I mean, the statistics on eating disorders, exercising too much, fasting too much, being obsessive, dieting too much. You know, these are real statistics at the age that is in her target audience. The age that literally buys all of the Kylie lip balms and the shapewear and all the skincare and all that stuff. That's the target audience for this crash diet. And these are the people who are looking at social media. These are the people that think that it's real. I saw something today with Paris Hilton and Tom Cruise getting ready for a movie premiere because of technology. I thought it was real. Her publicist represents me. I called Jill. I said, what's this Tom Cruise thing? Paul told me that it was fake. She said it's fake, but it looks real. I thought Paris Hilton and Tom Cruise shot a promo for his movie. Is that, I, like, what is real? So young girls look at these pictures and they think that it's real. I'm not the one to determine where the line is. I know in my household where the line is, but I commented on the dress and the weight loss and the messaging to young women. So I found that at the, and I find the filtering also to be the wrong messaging to young women. It's just, it's not great for their psyche, their emotional, psychological disorders. It's just not, it's not, it can't be a good idea. It cannot be a good idea. So, So I do have a brand called Skinny Girl and a brand called Bethany, and uh, that's where I stand on that. Okay, but the reason I brought this up is that Kim Kardashian wore Marilyn Monroe's dress. Marilyn Monroe, you know, is a legendary international icon, and Ripley's, believe it or not, bought this dress for $4.8 million, and they allowed Kim Kardashian to wear it. So I don't know what that cost If anyone paid for that, I, I, I bet you Ripley's just wants that international press. It's worth a lot more than four and a half million dollars to have Kim Kardashian wear the dress to the Met Gala and um, they're a business. They bought it as a business. So here's the thing. While people are upset and frustrated that a Marilyn Monroe once in a lifetime iconic dress uh, was worn by Kim Kardashian it was Ripley's possession is nine tenths of the law and they actually legally own it. They own the dress. They could burn it in a, in a barn fire if they want. It's their dress to give to Kim Kardashian. Um, she said she was going to take care of it. I'm sure she did. She lost 16 pounds to get into it. So that means that, that it didn't fit properly. So then she wore it. And the problem that's happening now is that the Kim kardashian Merrill Monroe dress is ripped in two places. It's irreparable. It is missing stones. Historians are incensed. Bob Mackie, the original designer, is incensed. Um, it's just an interesting discussion because Ripley's owns it. They let Kim Kardashian wear it. So it's their business. It's their dress. But is there... Is is enough enough? Like do you have to have everything? Meaning, is it about money? Meaning Ripley, Ripley's, I can't believe it or I can believe it or not. Ripley's can't resist. Ripley's can't resist that international media press for their business that they're going to get. That's about money. It's about money. It's about the value of their business. It's about people going to their museums. It's about business. Kim Kardashian also, International press, global press, wore Marilyn Monroe's iconic dress. She worships Marilyn Monroe. You can worship her from afar. You don't have to worship her by wearing the dress, but she had to do it. She had to get the moment for the Met Gala. So that's about money. That's about, you know, being famous, always turning heads, always doing something unexpected. It's about branding. It's about marketing. In most cases, in both cases for Ripley's and Kim Kardashian, it's about marketing. So in both cases, it's about money. So when is it enough? Can we just do whatever we want whenever we want? It doesn't matter because it's about marketing and it's about money. But Kim was allowed to wear the dress. Ripley's allowed Kim to wear the dress. So she wore the dress. She might as well have eaten pizza in it because it got wrecked. But and it's wrecked now and it's no longer the original dress. And you can't get the original fabric or the crystals. And that's why the historians and Bob Mackie are upset. I don't know what I actually think. I don't like things to be ruined. Like I'm crazy about items I you know I I don't I preserve things I take care of my things I am precious about them I like I don't like stains I don't like I literally will actually I do know how I feel about this I I will notice the tiniest stain and get rid of something so given that it's Marilyn Monroe's dress if there are real historians and collectors and people who care and Bob Mackie who designed it for an icon it's a moment in history it's a museum piece so it's effectively a Picasso that's now ripped but Ripley's let her wear it, so she could also burn it if she wanted to. You know what I mean? It's not. It's no longer. It's it's become. It was a currency. It became a currency. It became a commodity. A dress purchased for four point eight. That stock was through the roof because they probably bought it low at a, at a, at a certain time. Maybe it's worth twenty five million now. Kim wears it. What's it, it's worth less because it's not the original American icon, Marilyn Monroe. It's a new American icon, but now it's like a dress that's so i guess the message cuz i never care about the the celebrity pop culture bullshit of it all i guess the question is like is it when is it enough are we supposed to do every single thing to market to make money is everybody supposed to take every last nickel off the floor you know cuz i could tell you that if that was the case i'd still be on housewives if we should take every last nickel off the floor i should be back on housewives a year and a half ago when i had shitty bathing suits that looked like shit on all the models but the partners wanted me to just push them through and sell them to people. And it's the customer's problem. I would have sold those a year and a half ago, instead of going back to the drawing board and pissing everybody off. Um, I would filter every one of my pictures cause they would, they would get a lot more likes, a lot more likes. If I filtered them all the thong up my ass, I look perfect. I'm airbrushed. I would get better, probably branding deals. If I took every branding deal to hawk every fucking product that sucks on Instagram, It would be taking every last nickel, too. Like, when is it enough? Do we have to do every single thing? So I guess, you know, it was an iconic moment in history. Marilyn singing happy birthday to JFK. It was a museum piece. And now it's destroyed. And so was it worth it? And, you know, if I have a Picasso... I can put ketchup and mustard all over it. I could eat a hot dog right on top of it at a barbecue. if I own it. But does that mean that I should? Isn't Picasso dead and an, and like a legend in the art world? And shouldn't I treat that with dignity and respect and care? And no matter, you know, what someone pays me to like take a shit on it, you know, I shouldn't, I shouldn't just take it or should I? Because it's money and it's business and it's a currency. I just want to know where the line is in, uh, Marketing commodities and things being a currency. Mother's Day is May 12th and Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Macy's makes it easy for your little ones to buy a present for you for Mother's Day. Bryn loves to shop but sometimes has a hard time figuring out what to get me. I have confidence that Macy's gift finder will be a great guide for her. Something for everyone at every price point macy's gift finder has so many great gift ideas it's so easy to shop you can shop by price category or gift lists like for the mom who has everything gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted and gifts for grandma plus macy's has top gifts like beats headphones digital photo frames polaroid camera and samsung smart tv the frame head on over to com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for mother's day
2: snag a job is where america goes to hire
4: right rug flooring
0: My guest today is makeup artist and beauty influencer Michaela Nogara known online as Michaela Jane. She is one of the most popular beauty influencers in the space. She has 12.4 million followers and 831 million likes on TikTok. And in 2020, she was named the Emerging Makeup Artist of the Year at the American Influencer Awards. She is a powerhouse. She is a young girl. She is unstoppable. I wanted to have Michaela on the podcast because I've accidentally become a beauty influencer and I've learned that it is such a fascinated, endless world. Influencers didn't exist a decade ago but now they have an important role to play in the space between companies and customers. Michaela and I also talk about dealing with online bullies, food noise, and I ask for her take on some of my favorite products. It was an interesting conversation and I can't wait for you to listen. I hope you enjoy it. Amazing. A woman who has millions and millions of followers that I didn't even know about eight weeks ago, who's a goddess in the beauty community, a very competitive space, impossible to break through. She has managed to do it on her own, wild really excited for this wow well welcome
5: thank you thank you for having me nice to meet you
0: nice to meet you this is really interesting on so many levels because and please do not take this the wrong way where and you could be my daughter easily um which i didn't realize and you've talked about your age and how people think you're older um I, it might be just the poise, the way you carry yourself, I guess, because you always you know, are made up. I, I don't know why I thought you were um, older until you did a video about it. But um, I didn't know who you were until eight weeks ago. <laughs> and I just, like everybody else, was intrigued by you. And I didn't look at how many followers you have. I just liked whatever you were saying or uh, thought it was interesting. And I was looking at beauty stuff, as I know that you know. And now I, you know... I, I, I'm so excited you're here. Like you're like a major person in this world and um, particularly in the beauty world. So I welcome you. But this has been a whirlwind of now reading about you and it only being a couple of months ago, you and the beauty world being on my radar. So I welcome you. Oh, well, thank you.
5: And I I see all of your videos and what you're doing with beauty. And I think it's really cool. So um, and your opinion, really matters to a lot of people. So I like what you do
0: that's interesting. I started this unintentionally like, like you, but only because I am uh, my 50, I'm 51. And I've had my makeup done 10,000 times for gotta be 30 years, you know, a long time. And um, I didn't know any, I still didn't, know, after all these years, having people do my makeup, I'm on my phone, I don't pay attention. I watch one step, somebody else does another step. I, I knew less than like less than if I didn't know anything, I knew nothing. So I started because I just wanted to learn to do my own makeup and anything that I had ever bought was sort of just some random thing that the last person who I asked told me to get. So I started weeding through this crazy life you're in. And (coughs) I, 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 have gone back to basics and, um, I, in many ways, know more. And in many ways, no less. So, um, are you a makeup artist by trade, or like you always were a makeup artist, or you're just a makeup? Are you trained, or you're just an enthusiast?
5: Um, so it it's kind of interesting. Um, my my background with beauty, so I I wasn't able to afford to go to beauty school. And in Massachusetts, you don't have to have a license. So I said to myself, "All right, well, I can't afford this, so let me learn on my own." So that's why I bought uh, all kinds of textbooks. And I started doing like online classes and stuff and trying to learn. Um, and then I got a job at Ulta beauty as a prestige beauty, uh, consultant, I guess. And I was learning a lot through that as well. So I didn't ever get the opportunity to go to beauty school. And I, I actually, believe it or not, think about going now that I can not afford it. Uh, even though I, I, have an idea of what I'm doing, I would still totally go to beauty school and get a license or even become an esthetician or something. But, um,
0: yeah, I kind of just learned on my own. You know, it's funny that you say that because I have never heard anyone say this, but I find it to be, so I'm a natural food chef and I went to culinary school, um, only for, it was a year long program, but, um, people go for years and years. What the reason I mention this is that I think this is so much like cooking. So people who have been on on lines for years learning how to do it or they're seeing all the ingredients or they've been to restaurants and they're inspired, they're cooking, but they don't have that, you know, innate technique, like the techniques I guess you would learn in French culinary school. And that's kind of what you're talking about in makeup. And I also think, you know... Everybody wants you to tell them exactly what to do. So I I know with your videos, I'm sure people are like buying exactly what you're telling them and you're probably thinking it could be this or it could be five other things. I'm just showing you this one thing, (laughs) right? Cause they're, they're hanging on your word. And I feel that with cooking, it could be cilantro, basil, parsley, you you mix it with garlic and olive oil. It, It could be lemon, lime. Like there's a thousand different ways to do it. So I feel that it's very similar to cooking. And I wonder if you cook and if you agree with that.
5: I mean, I do cook and (laughs) and I love to cook. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's kind of exactly what you're saying is right. Like when you cook, you have a recipe, right. And every single person may you do the recipe a little bit different based on how they like it. And it's the same thing with makeup. Every single person's going to have a different recipe of how they like to do that makeup. And, and, you know, I post, I've posted what feels like thousands of reviews in the last two years on TikTok and I always review things from my perspective, you know, my young, dry skin, like that is what I'm reviewing it from the perspective of. And I think, you know, people forget that sometimes. And then a a product will just go mega viral because I liked it. And, and, you know, someone will hate it. And it it just, it it can get really, really confusing.
0: (laughs) Because you feel like you have to really explain. And that's why you're talking about you have, if you have patchy skin or you have older skin, you feel like you have to explain because, Yeah. You're having an experience. And by the way, I've had, well, you were talking about recipes. Some people don't cook with recipes. Like I'll just walk in and use what I have. And I feel like in learning this makeup stuff, I'll see like a, I can't believe I'm saying any of this because I never knew this eight weeks ago, but like a coral blush. But then I never thought about the fact that the lipstick has to go with the blush. It's like the shoes have to go with the belt or the top. I just, I never thought about that. I always thought that's a lipstick. I have that. That's a blush. I have that. And I never thought about it. They go together. It's like, this is a whole new thing that you think about every day.
5: Right. Yeah, exactly. I always try to match like my eyeshadow to my shirt or my blush to my lipstick, or I always try to make sure I'm matching stuff, but Hey, it's really up to the person, you know, however you want to do it. That's my philosophy. You do your makeup, however makes you happy.
0: Yeah, and and I think people are scared to take chances because it can go, you have to have still some sort of understanding of how things work together if you take chances. But anyway, so I appreciate, uh, I just love that I had a personal issue in the pandemic that made the pandemic a life-changing experience for me in the positive way, which is weird to say because it was a terrible time in the world. But it sounds like without the pandemic, you would not have this career. Is that accurate?
5: Yeah, and I I feel very selfish about that. (laughs) I really do. Um, Yeah, the pandemic was tough on a lot of people. And for me, it was a a miracle. I mean, I don't even know how to explain it. Um, The pandemic sort of forced me to reconsider what I was doing with my life because I was extremely confused. I was, you know, 21, senior in college when the pandemic hit the U.S., And I had no idea what I was doing with my life. I knew that I was getting my master's degree in communication, but I didn't, I didn't look into the future very far. I didn't know where I was going to go. I didn't know what I was going to do, but I did know that I was extremely passionate about makeup and that I had this itch inside of me that if I didn't pursue what I truly loved, I would be miserable. And so I, I gave up my getting my master's degree. I, you know, Left my job offer post college, and I said, "I am going to pursue makeup, and I'm going to do whatever it takes. And there might be hard times, and but I'm going to do it, and I did it."
0: (laughs) But you had the, you needed the vehicle, and that the social media gave you the vehicle at a time when people had time to like digest that type of material, that type of content,
5: right? Because you know my college sent us home and I got laid off at Ulta Beauty and I was literally stuck at home with nothing to do other than sit and think about what am I doing with my life. And that's what I really, really did. And um, I'm very happy with the decision I made. I, I genuinely would not change it for the world.
0: Mother's Day is May 12th and Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year macy's makes it easy for your little ones to buy a present for you for mother's day bryn loves to shop but sometimes has a hard time figuring out what to get me i have confidence that macy's gift finder will be a great guide for her something for everyone at every price point macy's gift finder has so many great gift ideas it's so easy to shop you can shop by price category or gift lists like for the mom who has everything gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted and gifts for grandma Plus, Macy's has top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid camera, and Samsung smart TV, the frame. Head on over to Macy's.com giftfinder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day.
2: Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part time or full time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer? Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy to use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire.
4: Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com, that's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.
1: The virus that causes shingles is sleeping in 99% of people over 50. It's lying dormant, waiting, and it could reactivate at any time. And while not everyone at risk will develop shingles, it strikes as a painful, blistering rash that can last for weeks. Think you're not at risk for shingles? It's time to wake up, because shingles could wake up in you. If you're over 50, talk to your doctor or pharmacist about shingles prevention. How
0: do you structure your... um like business life, like your career, what do you, you've been successful. I presume you've made a decent amount of money and that's not the point of this, but what do you want to be? You're so young. I mean, I literally was not any level of successful until late thirties. So what do you want to be when you grow up? What do you want this career to look like? (laughs) What is the brand? Like what, what is this? And it will change. And you may not even know. I'm just curious what, what you think about what your goals are.
5: Yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, for me, when I began this, I genuinely had no idea what I was doing. I can genuinely say I was extremely confused. Uh, you know, I had seen the other beauty influencers that I grew up watching do this, but I, I never knew how they were doing it, you know, behind the scenes in terms of business. So yeah. I had no clue what was going on. And at first I, you know, I'm getting thousands of emails from brands wanting to work with me and, and creators wanting to work with me. And, and I just, I, it was very flustering for a long time for me because I grew extremely fast. I hit a million yeah. followers in three months and then I hit four million followers in just like seven or eight months and, and wow I'm at twelve. So it was extremely fast. Um, and I will say if I if I hadn't have gotten a manager, I think I would still be extremely confused. I, I do have a manager and she helps me with absolutely everything, which is crucial if you want to do this you have to have someone in your corner who can help you with these things weed it out yeah um so that was one of the biggest things i did for myself was you know get a manager and at first i was really scared to get a manager because you know i don't want to be taken advantage of or i don't want to be thrown into a world that i don't understand but um thankfully i have a manager who's incredible so that worked out so it's
0: that's that's business money management plus opportunity management cuz some people have like I have business managers but they don't weed my deals out and then I have deal people but you're saying it's it's one and the same they're managing the mo- they're helping you with your money plus the opportunities.
5: Yeah, she does a little bit of pretty much everything for me which is incredible. Great. I mean, she she does the full 360 which is amazing. And um I think, you know, the the biggest thing that was difficult for me was having 12 million eyes on me <laughs> you know like right. i i truly am just uh, a girl from a small town middle of nowhere and uh, i have a passion for makeup and i didn't expect to ever get to where i am right now i think still i'm in a little bit of shock about it and it, it's hard to wrap my head around because you know i i still live in massachusetts um i live a very very normal life at home. Uh, you know, I, I try to work a nine to five and I spend time with my family and my fiance and do things on the weekends. I I, I truly want to stay very grounded. Um, do I love myself a good purse? For sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love fashion. But um, you know, I, I I just wanna honestly, I I love to live a normal life. I'm not really wanting to get too big for my britches. As I say, I, I I love just that I can talk about makeup and have fun with it. And for the future, I don't know where I'll go yet. I'm very much a live in the present type of person. Um, I love to just live day by day. I wake up every day and I, you know, create a plan of what I'm going to do that day. That's, that's definitely how I like to live.
0: Well, that's first of all, so I'm very similar to you. I am a homebody. Number 1. I am I don't go to any kind of big event unless it's like something that really means something and I sort of have to go for work. I don't I used to not put on makeup unless I was being paid. That's changed in the last 8 weeks since I've tried to play with it and I think it's fun. I get what you like about it. But um I have a very normal like mom life. I've never had a nanny and it's really been the thing that is the most important. So I think that's amazing that you Already want to do that, and also I never. I you could use it; it'd be great with your accent. You overshot the Mac effectively. <laughs> You've overshot the Mac, so I've overshot the mark, and it sounds like you have too. The rest is gravy now. So you just have to make the right choices and not burn out, because it gets to be if you don't enjoy it, then it's the worst. When you get burnt out, because everybody else is driving what you're doing, and you're on the you're you're not driving, you're in the back seat. It becomes you have you are the only one who will pump the brakes. It will start to. So that's, you know what I mean? And if you ever, my, we have a house in Massachusetts. I don't know where you oh, are. Oh, we well, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So if you need any like tax people or business people or money people or lawyers or anything like that, because you're in Massachusetts, I'm there if you need anything. Um. So it's funny because I'll see this in waves and I don't know if people are copying you or if it's just coincidental, but you know, TikTok was a different place where I saw different things. And I saw literally in the same couple of days, you, you were sad. You were, uh, I don't know if you were eating cookies and you were talking about how you, 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 you've, you've struggled with weight and what I call body noise, food noise. And you were emoting about the pressure. And then I saw other people posting in their lives about the pressure. And I was thinking, I've seen people connect with an audience in a way where it's great. And then they can sort of turn on you at certain times, if you do something, if you're almost canceled or whatever. And I'm at wonder about the relationship with the audience. And do you, how does that work for you? So you're sharing something that's super personal and then they're talking back and does it feed you? Does it help you? Do you feel like you could say things to them that you can't say to people in your life that, you know, I'm just curious about that whole area because I saw it with a couple of different people and I was curious about that, that vibe.
5: Yeah. Well, so when I, you know, put my camera on my phone in front of me, and I, I hit record, uh, you know, the average person sees it as, oh, she's filming this video for 12 million people. For me, I see it as, oh, I'm, I'm about to talk to myself right now. <laughs> like, I am literally talking to myself. Uh, and I, I even sometimes forget that there will be people on the other side. And you know. Um, but, for instance, that video I posted with, you know, I was eating the the ding dongs or the the sugary food or whatever, and I was talking about um, how I was struggling with the pressure. I feel very comfortable posting that kind of stuff because I have sort of grown, I guess it's considered a parasocial relationship with my audience. Um, where they feel comfortable talking to me, uh, you should see my DMs. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or uh, I feel comfortable talking to them. And I mean, the biggest reason I do it is because I know that, you know, I'm extremely grateful to be where I am. I am extremely blessed and I am in an incredible position in my life. But at the same time, I'm just a 23 year old girl trying to figure it out. Like, I I don't know what I'm doing half the time. Um, And I struggle too. And I know that if I share my struggles, that it'll help even just one person. So Mm -hmm. like, I know that anytime I do talk about, you know, my eating disorder or anything vulnerable, um, people listen because they get it. They Mm -hmm. understand. And, I never want my page to be just makeup because I'm right. way more than that. I yes, makeup is my whole world, but there are so many other things that I am passionate about and, and mental health and eating disorders is one of those things. So, yeah. I, that
0: makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That makes sense. I'm glad you explained it. And um, does it feel so, so, For example, I've been on Instagram for years and Twitter, and I've never felt uh, that connected to it. It feels sort of static and stuck, and I never could be good at social media. I'm terrible at it because it just was like, look at me, look how cute I look, look how rich I am. Look at my vacation. Like I came up at a different age than you when like, you would never take a picture of yourself in a bathing suit and show people that like, I just, so now to be in this world where you're supposed to show the inside of your vagina, like you're supposed to no, nothing's too much. So I had like, I just never got used to it. And now TikTok seemed very different and you kind of want to share an idea or something you just yeah. discovered. I'm seeing. So do you, because and I feel like it could be addictive because you want to like share it. You want to post it. You want to tell them. And I wonder where that line is because for you, um, you know, that's your business. So do you have to control yourself? Do you have to structure it? Like, otherwise you'll just be, I mean, does anyone around you say it's too much with the posting or <laughs> no, because I know, you know, what's, what's the line with all that?
5: Yeah. Well, this is a great question for me because I am a workaholic, <laughs> right. like really bad. I mean, I've been my I've been that way my whole life, but um, with this career, it has definitely just like skyrocketed. Right. Um, for instance, I I'm going on a cruise in like a few weeks, and all I keep thinking about is okay, I'm supposed to be offline for this cruise, but what incredible content could I? create on this cruise I mean you know I'm on a tropical island I could do some really cool content but like that I can't shut that off you know I just can't shut it off um even you know I'm getting married next year and I'm thinking about oh what can I do for TikTok to showcase my wedding like I literally think like that like all the time um it, it is kind of sad like You know, like we can't really shut it off because it is our job to create content that people want to watch. And, you know, a lot of people say views don't matter, but they kind of do matter if you want to do this as a job. So um, I'm always trying to think outside of the box, but it is really difficult to shut it off.
0: No, well, you're a competitive person with yourself. but And I guess because I'm asking myself because I went on vacation and I shot some stuff, too, because it's 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 I saw you say something about therapy. I never stop thinking. It doesn't matter if I'm thinking about literally ingredients in my refrigerator, buttons I want to change on a blazer, eyelash brushes, career, book. I sweat all the small stuff. So if I'm away on a vacation, there's no way I'm just going to like zen out the entire time. So it's other time in a day. I guess you could be reading, but it's fun to play. It feels like you're playing. Like just like you're, you're yeah. sort of, you know, you're you're fucking around effectively.
5: Exactly. Yeah, And yeah. that's. Why TikTok's a little bit different. Like I I pull out my phone, I open the TikTok app and I hit record. I I don't I've never edited a video.
0: Like I get ever. it. Right.
5: I have never edited I just hit record and boom, done and I post it. I, I I that's what's different about TikTok compared to like YouTube and stuff like that. You don't need to do any yes. editing. And you can do it right in the moment and it's 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 live,
0: you know? It's so liberating. It, and if it's yeah. not perfect, it's perfect because it's not perfect. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Right. I like that. Okay. Do you even, are the other social media channels a necessary, I don't want to say evil, but do you like them or are you just doing them because you have to have a well-rounded career?
5: Uh, I mean, like I wanted to do YouTube for the longest time, but I, I, I don't know how to edit videos. I would have to learn, you know, like that's why I haven't even gotten into that kind of world. Instagram I like because, you know, I do makeup so I like to take photos of the makeup and I get to look back at all of the posts and see what makeup I've done and stuff like that um and I enjoy editing photos I think that's a fun pastime. um oh wow I do like Instagram I do like Instagram and I I really like stories because that's like in the moment and if you have a question or you want to share something you can just post it right there you know
0: Got it. And you just do whatever you want. You don't think about when you're supposed to be doing that or whatever. You just on Instagram, you just, if you post 20 stories, you don't care. There's no rhyme or reason or strategy to it. You're just doing it or you have some sort of strategy. My,
5: I guess my strategy is I just do whatever I want.
0: That's good. That's amazing. That's amazing. (laughs) I think maybe I overthought it because people tell me you're not supposed to do this and you're supposed to, it just doesn't, it just has never clicked with me. Who were the beauty influencers you were mentioning earlier that came up before you that you used to watch?
5: Right. So... Uh, I love Candy Johnson. I I watched a lot of Jacqueline Hill, Patrick Statt, Manny M.U.A., Desi Perkins. I'm trying to think who else. I was See, two. I never
0: heard of any of these people until really? now. Well, yeah, like you. I mean, just I started watching
5: beauty people when I was around 12. So this was like years ago, you know.
0: That's uh, amazing. I know I used to get my eyebrows done from Anastasia when we were both broke and she was in a tiny little room. And so I've known her since way before the come up. That's the only yeah. beauty influencer I've ever known. But, but yeah. I love
5: her. I love her. And I've met Orvina, and she's awesome as well.
0: Yeah. Um. So you talk about breakouts, which to me, so the only thing I've had a problem with, with wearing makeup more now and trying is that I have very good skin. Knock wood. I don't break out. And I'm like, the number one thing in my mind to break out your skin is makeup, any kind of makeup. You're still piling more shit in your skin. And when I go to my facialist, if she does derma abrasion, dermabrasion. Since seeing this, she was showing me that little pad and she goes, this is all makeup and I'm doing yep. scrubs and I'm doing math. So is it just too bad? I'm an artist is what I'm doing, or you don't think of it that way, but it must contribute to your breakouts in some way.
5: Yeah. That's what I wish I could figure out. Like, like, the, the other thing is I use so many new products every day that I can't be like, oh, this is what broke me out because I don't know, you know, because it was so many new products. um, But for me, like if, if my skincare routine is so intense because it has to be. Yes. You know, like if, if I just take a makeup wipe and, and remove the makeup wow. and then use a cleanser, that doesn't do anything. No. You, have to, you have to really like, oil cleanse. And sometimes I will triple cleanse. You have to, you have to, um, you really do. And yeah, so I feel like sometimes I definitely break out due to makeup, but Uh. I try to buy like the non-comedogenic makeup, which definitely helps. Um, or, you know, there are beauty brands that have more clean ingredients than others and that can help as well, you know,
0: but meaning like definitely not wearing makeup at all would be the best thing, but it doesn't matter. You're an artist. This is what you do. This is your canvas. Tough shit. You're wearing makeup, and the, the the skin has to just deal with it. Yeah,
5: I mean, well, you know what's strange? I I actually break out more when I don't wear makeup because when Exclusive. I have makeup on, it creates a barrier on my face that prevents other stuff from getting into it. And so, um, actually... I
0: love that you're saying that because when <laughs> yeah, because in high school I heard that like some of those foundation powders or something would actually prevent it. And I thought that was total bullshit. And I have to say some people, my, my skin has been looking very good lately and I've been wearing makeup more. And I thought maybe it's keeping the shit out because I never wear makeup. I mean, nothing. Well, nothing, I don't care. If I, I just don't care. And it's been actually pretty good. And I wonder if what you're saying is actually true. Just get it cleaned well. Um, that could be a great, that's that's, that's an interesting philosophy that i might be subscribing to <laughs> yeah um, i
5: mean <laughs> i think it works
0: <laughs> yeah i have to say that the one thing that that i learned from all of these years and having all these people do my makeup that the facialist will notice a difference when i am at a hotel and they have all those washcloths and you use it with really warm water and like steam and use a washcloth it's better than any scrub any other thing yeah because that's why my skin's the cleanest so yeah. that's like the old tried and true um so do you do you feel that cuz you talk about insecurities, you talk about body and face image. Do you feel insecure if you're not wearing makeup? Are you comfortable like just walking out and or you, is it or it's you yeah, that's my question.
5: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um so the the interesting thing is um the there's a big reason I started on TikTok that I don't talk about very much, but I used to have a blog and I posted a blog talking about how i was going to post my first ever video of myself without makeup and i was going to just show the world. i was going to and i wasn't an influencer or anything at this time. i was just a regular person not online. um but i said, you know, i'm really 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 terribly insecure of myself, my acne, my body and i need to do something about it. um so the first thing i did was made my first TikTok and it was literally um, me showing my full face of acne, no, just no makeup at all. And it was terrifying. And the, and what else was terrifying is it blew up. It was my first video I ever posted and I absolutely blew up and I was so confused, but I felt like it was the universe trying to tell me they were like proud of me for doing that or something. Wow. Um, and that changed my life, and now I feel incredibly comfortable uh, going out without makeup on. I actually I go out without makeup on more often than I have makeup on, to be honest.
0: Ah, so and that was without any content. You you didn't then have you you did that, and then you put makeup on to show the difference, or are you just like, hi, this is me, and I don't feel great about myself.
5: Well, the first thing I did was I posted a, a blog article that showed a picture of my skin, um, and it was it was a pretty. Bad picture. I can send it to you. Um, And then I said, check out the video I'm going to post on TikTok. And then I posted it. And it was, yeah, it was a a video of the before and the after to show that, you know, this is what my skin looks like, but this is what it looks like with makeup. And I was just kind of showing the difference. But makeup is what made me feel good in my skin for so, so, so long. And that has changed for me in the last two years. I don't feel like I need makeup anymore to feel beautiful, which is the way I used to feel. Now I feel like, oh my gosh, I'm beautiful, but makeup just like takes me to another level that is incredible. You know, like it, I have a different mindset than I used to.
0: Well, you have a different relationship with makeup, meaning yes. it seems like before it was like to solve an insecurity problem. So that's a weird, not great relationship. But now you feel beautiful. Makeup something fun to have fun with. It's like a good... Re- I talk about food noise. People who have a bad relationship with food. I was good. I was bad. I'm not going to eat. I ate. I binged. I threw up. I- versus like a relationship with food. Yes, I love brownies. I can't have 10. I'm going to have a half a brownie. Like a, it's, it's called like a food voice versus noise. So you used to have yeah. noise about needing the makeup. And now you have like a voice. Voice about it.
5: Absolutely. Absolutely. Now makeup is just at pretty much.
0: Yeah. You have a great relationship with that. I love, that's amazing. Um, so what's your rose and your thorn in this career?
5: Oh, what does that mean?
0: (laughs) The high and the low, like the thing that was the greatest and then what's been the low so far?
5: Okay. Uh, the high, definitely my, get into work. I worked with Glamlight. It's an indie beauty brand and I created my own collection and I got to, for a full year, put all my passion into creating it. And it launched June 13th last year. And that was one of the most incredible days of my life. Uh, the collection sold out in like five minutes and it was really, really cool to see. So that was definitely my, my highest moment so far. And um, my lowest moment... Is probably it's really difficult to be um, in the eyes of twelve million people. I struggle with it a lot, actually, um, and I understand that you know I chose to do this; it's a choice, and mm-hmm. I love it. But at the same time, it's it's really difficult when I see you know videos about me that question my character or are false accusations or anything of that sort, or just putting me down or or making fun of how I look like that seeing that stuff. Every oh, day, really? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Seeing that stuff every day is not good for me, especially as someone who does struggle with mental health. But it's it's a little bit difficult to avoid, you know,
0: I've never seen anything bad about you. That's funny that you're saying that you seem beloved to me. Uh, <laughs> it, obviously, it's coming in your for you page, because it's literally for you. Exactly. Or about you. <laughs> pa- it's in your about you page. But what is the problem that people have besides just giving character assassinations? Cause that's just assholes. Like what, what are people saying? Because you know what, now you're in business. It's not just a passion. So it's going to be different. And that's the bottom line. Success breeds contempt. So what is the problem that people have? Cause I was going to ask that as a different question. Like what's the negativity you get? Oh
5: uh, yeah. I mean, thankfully um, it's, it's truly 90% positivity, but you know, you take that 10% and you kind of, it, it stirs in your mind, (laughs) but um, it's just really, you know, more so the talks about, you know, I I went from having a lot of acne to now I have really, really good skin and there's a lot of confusion um, if I'm using like intense filters to
0: Oh, oh, integrity and, stuff. Yeah.
5: It, uh. it, it, am, I, am I using filters to slim my face and, and stuff like that, which I'm absolutely not. And you right. can, I don't have, I'm just using my MacBook right, right now. And right. My skin is fine. But, you know, people go to lengths to just, they want to find something to be negative about, even when you maybe don't deserve it. And that's kind of what's happened to me. And also uh, this, this, uh, has been since the beginning, but the talk about my voice is definitely, uh, the one that people like to have. So
0: really, well, you'd rather be lucky than smart, but, um, I think your voice is great and it's become like part of you and iconic, you know? Um, and it's cool to be from Massachusetts, my opinion, you know, it's cool to be from Massachusetts. (laughs) Um, do you feel, what percentage do you think that you're lucky and what percentage smart?
5: Mm, um, I would say 80% smack, 20% lucky.
0: Okay, Can I, that's good. Uh, I have a similar thing with you that I haven't made a big plan. I wanted to mention that to you. Like I, everyone, you know, I, I don't sit here like a, a dum dumb not knowing what I'm doing. I have a, I'm playing chess, you know, but I'm, I'm also playing checkers because I'm aware of the pieces, but I don't like want to be X. I never wanted to be Y. I just do things I love and I execute them and I do them well. And if you do it, you do it well. So just, you know, as someone who's much younger, take that for what, what you will. Um, Can I ask you just a few dumb, dumb product questions? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I just want to know if there's certain things, like I want to know if like you've tried every single thing and there are certain things. I'm just curious if you tried. Okay. Have you, doesn't, have you tried the Neutrogena makeup remover bomb?
5: Yes. I really like it.
0: You did okay, because I want to know if like what I think is is like sort of accurate. You know, have you tried the Spotlight Physicians Formula? That first step, that's sort of like the flawless filter step. Have you ever tried it? It's
5: by Physicians Formula.
0: Yeah, and it's called Spotlight. And I, I don't love everything that brand makes. I I, I just if you ever aboard, I want to like see. It, it, to me it's amazing and i just want to know if like i'm on the right page because it seemed i put it next to the flawless filter and all those other ones are talking about the Lumi, the the the, the i know the alicia this one was amazing i just want to know if you tried that i'll uh, have to try that i haven't have you ever tried milani lip oil or the uh, by the way i don't work with any of these people so i'm just a dummy like going to the store have you ever tried milani lip oil or hermes lip oil
5: When you, I died laughing when you made the, I think the AMS lip oil was one of the first videos I saw of yours and I had just bought them and I was literally holding them in my hand as your, as that video comes up. I love the AMS lip oils. I love them. I really like the scent too. Does it it smell like iced tea to you?
0: I have to go back and smell. I just couldn't believe that it like was substantial and it was lip. Sticky, glossish, but still was an oil. I thought that it was because it was expensive, and I knew I was going to spend it and be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, and I couldn't believe that yeah. was it. And then, have you ever tried the Milani lip oil?
5: It, that's also funny. I I literally made a video saying I thought the Milani lip oils were a dupe for the Dior one, but I never posted it. But I, I Oh,
0: I think okay, really so I'm good. not so bad. Yeah, I think it's amazing. I think it's even be- I mean, I'm not going to say it. you may have a deal with Dior, but I think it's even better. Like, I thought it was beyond. I thought it was the best of that group. Like, I thought it was okay. very
5: good. I mean, even this, This. I love that they have different scents for each one. and it, Yes. Because I'm big yes. in like sense, so. Me That's too, and that was like
0: a mango-y, and it has a fatter little thing.
5: Yeah, I like Which the, I yeah. like. Yeah.
0: Yes. Okay. Um, did you ever try the Neutrogena hydrating concealer or the Healthy Skin Foundation?
5: Neutrogena got me through high school. <laughs> to be
0: honest. Okay.
5: <laughs> I I love Neutrogena. I um I really did use it like every day in high school. Yeah. The the acne, I, the acne clearing line the acne clearing foundation literally helped me with my acne when I was in high school.
0: I think it's like really i've gone like next to other ones and gone through the whole thing i thought that was fun um and then only two more questions in that category okay the soul by color pop cream bronzer did you ever try that one it yes. smells like the beach yeah Do you like that one yeah i
5: made a video of, uh, over two years ago and i duped it with the chanel
0: because... ah and did yeah. it and it work like it's oh yeah oh yeah I like. Okay, I'm so proud of myself because I like literally, I just I I hunted through, and these are things that I thought like were worth a mention or worth yeah. an ask yeah. to see if what you thought. Wow. Um, well, I think it's really fun. Thank you for allowing me to invade in your space of beauty because I feel like I'm sort of an intruder, you know, trying to be honest about the fact that I don't know anything, but I've liked finding out what's bullshit and what's not. Oh, I guess that was a question for you. Do you think that? High end brands, and this is a generalization, yep. are markedly better than the drugstore because I have found, honestly, not like that. A lot of the drugstore stuff I like better than the high end brands, and I'm thinking it's more more money in R and D, and maybe the packaging isn't as good. With the exception of eyeshadows, the drugstores suck on eyeshadows. <laughs> but I want to know what you think about like that the the, the high end versus the lower end quality and your inclination to use with the exception of the emotional aspect of the packaging, which does matter.
5: Well, it's not a secret, right? That L'Oreal owns some of the massive high-end brands and a lot of the drugstore brands. It's not a secret. And, and, you know, formula for makeup is the same across the board. I mean, There's very small differences in formulas, whether it's high-end or drugstore. And I personally have an understanding that with the high-end stuff, you're generally paying for, you know, the name, but also the, typically it is a higher quality packaging that, that tends to be the case. Um, And also, you know, higher end is able to use some higher grade ingredients for sure, but you're absolutely, absolutely able to get the same or similar results with drugstore, and that's why dupes are so popular. And that's also why, I like, I love to support indie brands because mm-hmm. they come out with incredible products as well. You know.
0: Well, it's funny because you say "dupe," and "dupe" is a big TikTok word. And I know I learned the word "fit" from you. I didn't even know what it meant. I literally didn't know what it meant until one of my assistants told me. You like well, has my fit? I thought it was like I'm looking fit. I didn't <laughs> know it was outfit. So I learned. But the dupe, I never say the word "dupe" because I feel like. I, I, like, I'm a person who's been knocked off so much with Skinny Girl. Like, knocked off cheater brands, etc. So, I'll say, like, an alternative. But I always feel like I cringe with the word dupe for me to say. it. also because I'm also an intruder. Like, I'm not one of these people that says fit or dupe. I'm, like, 51 <laughs> years old. Like, take it fucking easy. But But the reason is I feel like the original person created it and everyone's copying it so now it's a dupe that everyone's copying the revolution spongy thing is a copy of the charlotte tilbury but now the charlotte tilbury with the swirl is a copy of the chanel so is everybody just copying? what's that about everybody's just like isn't there some code
5: <laughs> um i mean there there is sadly no code but like <laughs> I, I absolutely noticed that too like a lot of things are not just dupes they are copies i see it you know more frequently now especially because like there is so much makeup coming out constantly Mm -hmm. that it's just like, how do you keep up? And a lot of brands are kind of doing the same exact thing. And it can be a lot for sure. Um, And I think, I do think the word dupe gets thrown around a little bit loosely. Like for me, a dupe is a more affordable version of a higher end product that has the same finish the same texture and a very, very similar formula versus, you know, some people use the word dupe a little too loosely for sure. Like
0: you're saying it's a nice, like what I'm saying, you're saying what I'm saying, which is alternative. This is a nice alternative. And it's even the last, you're not saying this is a knockoff from Chinatown of a Louis Vuitton bag, which is what people are doing. Like, yay, I found the exact copy, I guess, right? That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like if I talk about uh, something else, I feel like, I don't even, I don't know Charlotte Tilbury, you actually know Charlotte Tilbury, I feel like if I talk about the, the other one, that I'm disrespecting the person who created it, you know, like I I have a code with that, so I find it interesting, because yeah. It's, it's everybody's. But then when I saw the Charlotte Tilbury swirly thing that the Chanel thing has in the bronzer, I thought, oh, everybody's just doing what everybody else is doing it. So I find your business interesting in that way, too, because yeah. I'm a very big marketing and business person. And then yeah, the final, I just bought yeah. I
5: just bought the uh, the Flower Beauty Spotlight Liquid Highlighter. And, yeah. and Charlotte Tilbury has a, a highlighter called Spotlight, and they're in, the same, they're in the same exact packaging and all that stuff. So I'm going to do a video on it uh, tomorrow or the next day and, and try to see if they are exact copies, you know? that Because right. I think that's kind of interesting.
0: <laughs> well, I think it's interesting because I think if Charlotte sees Drew Barrymore at an event, isn't she going to be like, you fucking stole my shit? Like, I would be – I'd have a hard time. And I know they're both big and massive, but, like, if I were Charlotte Tilbury and I saw Drew Barrymore – I'd be like, you're biting off my shit. Oh, no. Yeah, I would, because it's the same thing. I would. I would. I would show it. But you can't in that business, because that's the name of the game. But um, so the last question is the stuff. So if it's all expiring in the time that they say it's going to, and I know that that's grossly exaggerated, because there's no way people are buying all this shit to last for three months, six months, whatever. But you got all this stuff how, how are you recycling it? Are you a hoarder? Are you keeping it tight? Cause I, you got to get rid of it. Like, what do you, does it give you an anxiety?
5: Well, I just got, so I just got back from Nevada yesterday. I was there for no four days. I came back to 40 packages. So it's, it's like, I get, I get about 10 a day, I'd say. Um, and I, 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 to be honest, I donate or I do giveaways every once in a while when I, I hit like milestones and stuff but i i would say i donate and give away about 90%.
0: Okay, you have to. Because i
5: have to and that's the other thing i'm 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 like an anti hoarder. Like i can't i i hate Same. i hate having a ton of stuff. I can't do it.
0: So No, it's noisy. It's noisy. Yeah. So you pick the one you want to try, you like it and the 10 other colors and the 10 other products give to Peace right. Out, the, yeah. Yeah. Make gift baskets, whatever. I just wanted to know because I found that t- I look at the stuff behind you and it's grown and I get anxiety. I have stuff anxiety. Yeah. So I literally I was like, what is she doing with all this stuff? Like, so <laughs> you're amazing. And I'm so grateful for the conversation. I'm proud of you. I'm impressed with your grace and how you've handled yourself and uh, doing it authentically. And you're just a great example of doing something you're passionate about in an honest way, which I think is beautiful. And um, I'm in Massachusetts, when I'm in Massachusetts, if you want to do anything, we could do it any, you know, whatever you want to do, or if you need any help or whatever, I'm, I'm here, I'm there.
5: Yeah. When you're in mass, let me know. And also I just want to say, You know, when I first saw your page and what you were doing, um, you know, I'm only 23, but I get comments all the time saying, like, I wish there were people who would show us on more mature skin, older skin. And I think what you do is really cool. And I hope you keep doing it because it it does help a lot of people.
0: Oh, that's really sweet. I am liking it. People are very, they're like, think about it. If I've had 30 years of makeup and don't know a damn thing, what does some woman know that has never had her makeup done? She doesn't know anything. And I, you know, so I'm finding that very interesting. It's, but I like, that you've made it a creative, like art project. It's fun. Yeah. It's just a fun, silly thing to do for me, not for you. Um, <laughs> Amazing. I can't wait to see the cruise content yeah. <laughs> and everything else, but I appreciate you and thank you so much for the time.
5: Yeah. Thank you so much.
0: Oh, wait, no Cody. Oh, hold <laughs> on. Does he like you better with or without makeup? Cause men tend to like women without makeup.
5: Uh, Cody definitely um says he prefers it without
0: Okay, I thought so. So so you go through all the you're going in circles, but you do it for you. Yeah, I love it. Fantastic. Have a wonderful day.
5: Yeah, you too. All right. (laughs) Bye bye.
0: Bye. That was really really interesting because I'm I I don't I have assistants who are 23, but like I don't. Like, in a, from a fan perspective, I don't know anybody or follow anybody or know about anybody's career who's 23 years old. And she's really created a world for herself, uh, you know, a, a, a niche. And it's very successful. I can't imagine what it would be like being successful at 23 years old. I wasn't successful till 15 years later than that. Like, that's real. That's crazy. So she's like a child beauty star. It's fascinating. Uh, Not a child. She's a woman. But, you know, she's very young. So, and she was poised. And I loved the conversation. And honestly, for those of you who don't know that I've been doing these beauty videos, when I tell you that I get stopped... On the street, on the beach, in CVS, in Target. More for this crazy shit than anything I've ever done in my life. Like, in my career. I've had a... Paul and I seem to think I've had a decent career. Like, literally everywhere I go, oh, Thank you, you're doing the Lord's work. Like, it's crazy. So, now I've interviewed the goat. And actually, I want to interview that other girl, the Meredith girl, who has, like, a bunch of followers, too. Because this is a little space, a world. And um, I took this very seriously today. I was very excited. This bitch has some power, too. She's got some fucking serious power in the beauty space. She moves a market. She moves a market. She says she likes it. Sold out. That's what they call in the financial industry or on the stock market is moving a market, you know? So that's crazy. That's like the Oprah effect. Oprah likes Tory Burch's tunic and a career was born. It's that crazy. So Michaela's like that about products. Um, Oh, so you're welcome. All the products that I have tried and mentioned, getting Michaela to say she loved them. But thank you for, you know, doing it to begin with. So, anyway, thank you so much for listening. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe. That was Michaela. Amazing.
4: Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com.